Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Energy and Intuition podcast. Oh, I'm so excited. This is going to be part two we are building on last week, and I am feeling it. I hope you are too. Let's go. Welcome to the Energy and Intuition Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Brown, and I'm an intuition and energy coach, a respiratory therapist, a yoga instructor, and a speaker. This podcast is all about making your life easy because when you understand things from an energetic perspective and you know how your intuition works and feels, things just kind of light up and flow along. It becomes really clear and very, very empowering. So this podcast is all about you and elevating that perspective It's about having that conversation to give us that clarity. We're going to break a lot of things down and have a lot of fun doing it. Here we go. Okay, so last week we spoke about flipping the paradigm and actually leading with the body, really dropping in, really letting yourself be inspired, really only moving if the whole of yourself wants to move. So really recognizing and getting to know ourselves and being very intentional with how we move throughout our day and throughout our space and throughout our world. And I love this because some of you have messaged and said, you know what, I started doing that. And it feels really good. Like it's almost getting easier. Like there's just less noise. And I don't even really want to entertain it now because I don't have to. It's developing that sense of trust and security within yourself. And it's building that mind body relationship, which is super, super cool. And I have to say, I doubled down on this this week, except for one day. And that day was awful. I was so frustrated. I actually called my dad and I was like, I just am getting so impatient. And I was all up in my head and I went to bed. And the next day I got up and I was like, no, I'm going to really drop in. I'm going to listen to my soul. And this is a practice. Like I said, start with the body because it just gets a little easier. And somebody reached out and said, that's incredible, but what do you suggest for somebody who is like a single parent, the kids are busy, they're busy, they're juggling a lot, and I feel you. I am not a single parent, but I get busy, and here's what we do there. Carve out just a little bit of time to be intentional, whether that's five minutes in the morning, whether that's five minutes in the evening, whether that's five minutes while you're driving. Carve out that time, be intentional, relax the body, right? Take those shoulders down away from the ears and let yourself breathe. And again, if you have trouble being in the body, the practice is the same. You're dropping into your body as much as you can. And you're just going to breathe and you're going to keep relaxing things and your mind will start to soften and it will start to get clear. If your mind jumps in and starts to get noisy, you have the ability to say, hey, chill out for five minutes. 
I'll deal with you in a second, right? Or I hear you, I'll be there in one second. This is my priority. So start with five minutes. And I used to work 22 shifts a month doing shift work. So nights and days and weekends and 12 hour shifts. And I was running myself ragged. But I started by carving out some time. There were shifts at the hospital where I would go to the bathroom, not because I had to go to the bathroom. I would go to the washroom just to relax my shoulders, just to lift my heart, just to breathe. And I would do it for two minutes and I would leave and I would go back to the busyness of the day. But it's that little tiny bit. And the beautiful thing with this, right, because we tend to think, oh, if I start, I'm going to have to make a consistent effort forever and forever and forever. When you start and when you recognize like, oh, actually, this does feel good. And oh, I do have a little more energy. That's going to compound on itself. So you're going to feel good. And then you're going to start to set better boundaries because you're going to be like, oh, that doesn't feel good. I'm not going to spend my time or energy here. Right? You'll walk away from more. And that will start to carve out more time for you to tend to yourself. And it starts to get easier because your body will start to ask for it too. It's like, oh, hey, hey, standards are slipping. We're getting heavy. We're getting stressed. We need to make sure we're breathing. We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And when you start to tune in, it gets easy. I promise you. And I, I genuinely, I got fired up this morning because I was on LinkedIn and this well-known, quite popular coach who works with men, and I love that. I'm so grateful there are men's empowerment coaches out there. But he was like, look, guys, it's going to be hard. And I was like, what a crappy mindset. What a really crappy mindset. There are times we're going to have to dig deep, for sure. There are times where it's going to seem really big, but taking the actions are going to be easy. It is easy, especially when you're listening to your inner guidance. When you're really tuned in, you've dropped into your body, you are genuinely letting it lead and saying, hey, I trust you. It is easy. I cannot stress that enough. This whole it has to be hard, it has to be difficult is a 3D belief that is not serving you. That's like me saying, hey, paradise exists. There's these beautiful luxury resorts where all your needs are tended to, life just flows, and you're like, no, thank you. I would like to take this option on the last page that is a crappy little shack full of bugs in the middle of a swamp. And there is no heat and there's no stove. So we are going to have to figure out food and water and it's going to be miserable and you are going to feel damp the whole time. What are you going to choose? Oh, it has to be hard. I'll take the shack. No, you're not. You're going to be like luxury resort, please. I love the fresh fruit. I love the sunshine. I love the comfort. Yes, you're allowed that. Let it be easy, my friends. So start by carving out what you can. There is a balance between knowing it is all possible and realistically understanding where you're at. What capacity? But bring the intention carve out that time, let it be enough. And as you're able to do more, do more, show up for it. The body will remind you, right? It will start to ask and say, hey, hey, it's been a while. We're starting to feel heavy. Could you please help? I hate when there's motorcycles. (laughs) 
pulse and when you recognize them and you listen. So for me, sometimes it'll be um, like I'll feel a tap on my shoulder. There's nobody there. It's just my intuition. Just me receiving a physical sensation. I hate this. You need to slow down, right? Or if you start to feel heavy, and for so many people that's normal, so we have to recognize, no, okay, I'm starting to feel heavy. That means I need to tend to myself. And we can head off so much negative stuff if we listen and tend to ourselves in that moment. So you can ask your intuition to remind you. You can also ask your intuition, what's the best way for me to do this? What's the best way? And it might be set a reminder on your phone. It might be get an accountability friend. Whatever it is, you can do it. The best part is when you start to live this way, it is going to help you cut through bias, which makes things so much simpler. So all those, oh, I should do this because, oh, I have to, or somebody's expecting, or whatever it is. When you drop into your body, all of those would, shoulds, external expectations that aren't necessarily serving you become crystal clear. Ooh, I'm excited to do this. Yes, I'm going to do it. You know what? I'm not really feeling that. The bias, the expectation, the times that you think, oh, I know what's best. And your body says, "Mm, I don't think we should go here. I don't want to go there. I don't want to eat that. It's going to cut through all of that bias because bias comes from external, but there's also a little bit of internal bias, right? Of like, oh, well, last time this happened. But if your intuition, if your body is calling you forward and you're able to read the energy that's going on, which is, you know, there's something pulling you. It's appealing to your ego, but your soul is a moving for it. You can cut right through that. So this is beyond emotional intelligence because this is self-awareness 1000. It is going to elevate you. It is going to change how you see the world and it's going to change how you move through that world. And if you're feeling a little fearful, but like, what if I promise you it'll be the best thing you ever do? Because you are going to get the best of the best experiences. You are not going to spend energy or time on anything that is not uplifting, not serving you. And I don't mean to say everything's going to be sparkly. It will be a lot of the time. There will be times where you're like, ooh, this is challenging me to grow. This is challenging me to navigate in a different way. This is challenging me to get more real with myself. But it's still fantastic because that in itself is going to give you a wider range of skills and it's going to uplift you. And that's exciting. So let's talk about Kobe Bryant for a second. I have been reading George Mumford's Unlocked. He has worked with the Chicago Bulls back in the 90s when they were doing like three-peat championships. He's worked with Michael Jordan. He's worked with Kobe Bryant. His background obviously is basketball. 
And even if you don't follow basketball, I want you to come along for these examples because there is still value in it for you. There are still lots of takeaways here. There, of course, is so much information on how you should take a free throw shot. And in the book, George talks about how Kobe listened to it, but didn't adhere or subscribe necessarily to it. He would try it, but he knew for him to be successful, he had to figure out what worked exactly for him. So it was how he held the ball. It was how the energy moved through his hands, from his feet all the way through his body to his hands to the ball to the net. And it was something that he'd start to feel. And then he broke his finger and he relearned it because he didn't want to stop playing. So he learned how to do a different shot, the same shot, in a different way. Because he was able to listen and he was able to fine-tune all of that. Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest basketball players. Because he knew and he was willing to try different things, not put stock in, this is going to be the answer for me, but that I am going to learn and I am going to receive and I am going to fine-tune and he trusted himself. He trusted his body to figure out that new shot because he knew it was possible. Your dreams, your goals, your aspirations are all possible. It takes reflection and contemplation and feeling. He let it move through him which is another way of saying he got the heck out of his way and said things like, show me. And we'll try and we might get it wrong, but we'll fine tune from there. Okay, that's not going to work. We're going to let it go. We're going to try something else. Always approaching it with a, how can I make this mine? How can I fine tune? How can this serve me? What can I get from this? What about this will make me better? And if the answer is nothing, he moved on. So did Michael Jordan. He talks about this in his book. It's a really good read, even if you're not a basketball fan. It's those decisions. Is this benefiting me? Am I getting something out of this? Is this still helping me grow? Because guess what? Both Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant knew this is what I want to be. I want to be the best basketball player of all time. I want to be the best basketball player on the court tonight. They showed up with that attitude at practice. I want to be the best basketball player at practice. And here's the thing. We sometimes get tripped up with, okay, I want to be the best. And there's ego in that. I want to be the best. I need to show off. I need to be flashy. People need to notice me. No, 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 no. That comes from within. Let that rise up inside of you. If you show up for it, that will lead the way. It doesn't matter if you want to be the best health coach or the best health coach for healthcare workers or the best health coach for health coaches. Who knows? I don't know. 
the best financial coach, the best, I can't think of the word, software developer, (laughs) the best data analyst, the best CEO, the best influencer. It doesn't matter. When you let that come through you, it's going to flow. You are going to be in that flow state. And then the details take care of themselves. If you want to be the best doctor, maybe letting that flow through you means you take a few extra minutes at the bedside. Maybe it means that you ask a colleague because you're just not quite sure why something isn't working. If you want to be the best developer, maybe the impulse is to, again, you can ask a friend or you can look up, you know, a different problem. How did they solve this? I want to learn. Following the inspiration. And that could be just going outside for lunch. Hey, you need to decompress because the problem is going to solve itself. Oh, I love problem-solving games. I love, like, how do you get this from here to there? Or whether it's an actual bit, I'm like, why else's game? Okay, well, that's a problem to solve. So if I take a break, come back, the answer is going to be sitting for me. It's going to be right there in front of me. It always is. It takes a little bit of trust, okay, it might take a lot of trust, to flow with this, to kind of make this flip where I'm going to not be in my head and I'm going to live in my heart. And I don't just mean like, okay, I'm passionate. I mean, I'm going to listen for the little whispers And side note, spoiler alert, those little whispers turn into big, loud voices. And they're full of love. And I say that because literally I ask my intuition all the time, like, what about this? And it answers. In my mind, I get full dialogue. This knowledge and wisdom. But when we can flip it and say, what's inspiring? And stop thinking the flow that is going to come and pick you up is going to take you to places that not only inspire, fulfill, uplift you, but the journey there is going to make you believe in miracles because it will be something that you have never been able to script on your own. But you will be smiling and you will feel so warm from the inside out. And as one of my clients has said, she goes, I'm never going back. Like, I'm never going back to doing it the hard way. When I have access to this, no. And I can just relax into it to ever try to manually make it happen ever. So I hope this gives you a lot to think about. Flipping that paradigm. Whether you're carving out five minutes, two minutes, one breath, 
It's really about feeling the intentionality to it. But at the same time, balancing that with, yes, I'm intentional, but I'm going to flow. So hold the intention and relax as much as you can. And then let your body lead. You can ask questions like, what's next? Where do I go? And I'll also say, because some people have tried to full-on commit, and it just throws a wrench in everything. Try it for two days. Be like, okay, I'm going to show up for five minutes the next couple of days and just see how it feels. See if you have more energy. See if things line up better. See if people, see if things just work out for you. See if your stress is way down. See if you're smiling more. And then be like, okay, you know what? I'll reassess. I'll reassess it. I'll try it for two days and then I'm going to reassess if I like it. It'll be very easy, I promise. I used to do this when I, back when I was growing up on a farm, I used to run and I would run, I would take the dogs and I'd go running back through the fields and there were times where I so badly wanted to quit. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Even to this day, I don't love running, but I would be running back and there was this tree and I was like, okay, that's the finish line. Steps. It was like 80, just so we're clear. It was way longer than 20 steps, but I put my head down. And I stopped looking at the tree and I just said, 20 more steps. Okay, I'm going to do 20. And then when I do those 20, I'll see if I want to do the next 20. And that was how I coaxed myself into not quitting. So try it for two days or three days. Commit for a week if you want. Just say, I'm going to see how it feels. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see what changes. Curiosity will take you so far. So I'm sending you all love. I know you got this. And I know it's going to change your world for the better in a drastic, subtle, but drastic way. And then suddenly it won't be so subtle anymore. And not only will it not be subtle, it will be magical and it will be intentional. And you will know that you are the one who created this, who allowed it, who now gets to bask in it. Have an absolutely incredible week. If you feel inspired, leave a comment, leave a review, subscribe to the channel and share this with a friend. I will see you all next week. My name's Janice Brown. Thank you so much for listening. If it resonates, take a moment to subscribe and follow along, leave a review or share this with a friend. If you have questions you would like me to answer on this podcast, or you want to go deeper into this work, you can find all that information below. There's my website and a couple of ways to contact me. I would love to hear from you. You guys are absolutely incredible. And I am so grateful to share this experience with you. Have an amazing week.